Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Food for Thought with Billy and Jenny. Brought to you by The Box Center. For more than 15 years, this dining duo has been eating their way through New England, mixing it up with top chefs, jumping behind the line of the hottest restaurants, and giving you the inside scoop on where to wine, dine, and spend your time. So get ready. It's Food for Thought, giving you something to chew on. Hi, everybody. Welcome to uh, Food for Thought. Billy Costa here, and uh, I've got my good friend Paul Wahlberg sitting right next to me. Hey, Paul, how's it going, buddy? Good. How are you, Billy? Good. You know what, Paul? I'm so fascinated by you uh, that I've dedicated the entire hour of this show on Food for Thought just to you. Well, you had nobody else, so I guess, you know. Okay, uh, that's no. yeah, that's kind of true, but no. I, ha- I have everybody else. Uh, I could you, have you had have everybody. Every, you have everybody else, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but we have so much to talk about. First of all, thank you for coming in, Paul. Always pleasure. a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, let's get some numbers out there first, okay? Uh, Wahlburgers, how many are there now? Uh, 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 around 100. Around yeah, 100. Around 100, yeah. I think we just we just broke the 100 mark. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's just, you know, we've been very fortunate. We've, 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 we've got some great partners, and uh, we're just plugging along. That's when you know you've really made it, when you've lost count of the number of restaurants you're operating. Well, the, I, I I don't know about that. It's just we have – I don't want to talk about this. Yeah. Well, you uh, have to. You're yes. on food for thought. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's for us, you know, we, we, it's a franchise system. So we have some places that, you know, that – Yeah. And so we have, you know, there's some places that work out very well and then other places don't. So the, the numbers have changed a little bit over the last couple of months. Okay. So you've got Almanove, one of New England's most beautiful restaurants over there at Hingham Shipyard Marina or Hingham Shipyard. I guess we can just leave it there. Uh, and let's say, give or take a few, a hundred Wahlburgers around the country and Canada – yeah, and, and Australia and New Zealand. I'm sorry. When did Australia happen? Uh, Australia is now, yeah, about a year plus. Um, and yeah, New Zealand just uh, just recently. Now, when when you guys open, and this is a shared partnership, right? All of you guys, the Wahlberg, Wahlberg brothers, are involved. Yeah, right? we yeah we have investors as well. And yeah. So there's yeah there's a group of people. So that, now. Since you, the food guy, right? You're yeah. the chef of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, when you open in New Zealand, Australia, Canada, do you have to go to the grand openings or be um, a part it, of that? Or it depends on some of the some locations will open. You know, obviously, you know, with 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 a big, you know, a big yeah, festive sure. thing, and other other places open a little more quietly. So it depends. It mm-hmm. depends on 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 what we're you know what's going on and what's happening at the time. Uh, but I'm always curious behind the scenes. And you and I have talked about this yep. before. I am probably the world's worst businessman. So when I meet somebody who's heavily involved in business, I'm curious how that all works. So do you have like a board of directors? Yeah. So or? we have yeah we have a, a board of directors. We also have a team. Mm-hmm. You know we have a great team at you know at, at the head at our you know our yeah, our yeah. headquarters, and you know we just we just again we work very hard on trying to you know 
balance it as best we can. And there's, you know, with so many moving parts, you do you do whatever you can to make it happen. And the menu is exactly the same at all Walburgs. Um, no, there's variations. Ah. So we'll have like a regional, you know, so, so there's certain regional dishes that people will want to, you know, ha- add to the menu. Yeah, and yeah. So we, we will vet them and, and kind of go through them. And then there's certain things that you know more specialty items depending on on locations. But well, like the, when the you go in Australia, yeah. you may have to add something Australia-like or yes. something. Yes, and and you know because we obviously we're not we're there to, to kind of fit in and be part of the community there and 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 be part of the fabric of the community, and so. Um, when we went down to Australia, there were certain dishes that you know they they. They have like an Australian, like their burger has, um, their Aussie burger has beets on it, has an egg on it. And so there's certain oh. ingredients that we want to do because we don't want to say, here, this is what you should eat. Right. We say, this is what we do, but then we also want to give it that local feel right. as well. But if you have a Wahlburgers that is um, a franchisee, so yep. to speak, yep. the franchisee has to maintain the exact quality of product that exactly. you require. So we have certain specs on everything that we do. And then- there are certain things that, you know, we have a pierogi burger in Pittsburgh. So, there you go. So that's something that's important to them. So, you know, we tested it and, and, and we, we, we were able to make it all work. But there are specs like our core, uh, the hour burgers, the hour burgers, the hour burgers. So yeah. that works through and, 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 you know, so they have to buy into, you know, the tots and the fries and all of, sure. the, all of the certain, all of the pieces that go with it. But then I said we we try to leave them a little bit of room and like you know even with the cocktails yeah because there's going to be regional beers that people are going to want to drink and there's going to be some regional cocktails so we leave a little bit of wiggle room but we try to you know try to be as consistent as possible. Let's say uh, hypothetical. I always know when Paul is nervous. Paul and I have known us for years. He won't look at me when we talk because he's afraid of what I'm going to ask him. Uh, yes. Uh, right? Am I yes. making that up? You're sitting no, there saying, no. "Oh, what's he going to ask me? I don't know if I want to comment on that." Yeah. But try this one out. Okay. okay. Let's say hypothetically, you and the family, you know, flew off to Australia or New Zealand, right? So you're in Australia, you're sitting at the beach, let's say for argument's sake, Bondi Beach in Australia, which happens to be, they say, the number one beach in the world. Let's say you're sitting at the beach and the kids say, hey, you know what, dad, let's uh, let's go to Wahlburgers. So you go to Wahlburgers, do you have to pay? Of course. Really? Yeah, I don't- That's like- not possible. I, well, you are Wahlburgers. No, I, I know, but they, no, but obviously when people come in, you know, they, I, I, I'm not, it, it, yeah, it, no, it doesn't work that way. Like that's, yeah. So if See, I there, was that place, one, there was one of those uncomfortable yes, questions. Yes, so. absolutely. So if I go into a restaurant and I'm having something, I'm going to pay for, for what, what I'm, I'm going to In your to own eat. restaurant? Yeah, of course. Really? Because it's a, it's a business transaction, you know, through and through. And you also, it, it they will fight. You know, if I go into, they won't know, want you to pay. They, they, they won't want me yeah. to pay. But you know, I'll be. You know, uh, and you know, you, you, if you're, especially if you're bringing people, I don't. Ever, I don't want. Well, I'm yeah, guessing. I don't want to. I'm guessing. About, I don't yeah. Talk about this. I'm guessing you go to Almanove, right? You're with the family, yeah. and. Do they bring you a bill? Yes, I ask no, them. No, they tell, don't. I tell them to bring me a bill. Really? Of course. That is awesome. Of course. See, that's why I love Paul Wahlberg. Uh, we do have to take a break, but we have yep. so much to talk about, okay? Yep. I swear, I'm not going to make you nervous anymore with these stupid questions. 
Uh, but over the course of the hour, yeah, we're going to talk about Wahlburgers. We'll talk about Almanove. Uh, we'll talk about all of the different charity events you're involved with. We may have a couple of questions about the Crazy Brothers. Uh, but it's Paul Wahlberg, and there's a big burger competition launching in Boston. We'll get to that, too. We've got the whole hour, for God's sakes. We'll be right back. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by The Box Center and Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Food for Thought. I've got Paul Wahlberg uh, in studio with us for the uh, full hour. Uh, let's get off Wahlburgers for a couple of minutes, if that's okay with you, Paul. Okay. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about charity because uh, one of the things I do outside of uh, radio and TV is I get asked a lot to host uh, fundraising galas and things of that nature. And uh, you and I have done a lot of them together. Uh, but even when we're not doing one together, I've been to so many that you have donated yet another giant live auction item uh, to raise money for whatever charity. You're the most charitable person I know in the culinary world, and I'm being honest now, Paul. Well, I, I don't know about that because the one thing I do know is restaurants always step up. And um, since I've been you know in, in, involved in restaurants you know basically my whole life, um, when you see when, when these events pop up, restaurants are one of the first places to you know step forward and yeah. it's amazing to think about it because it, it we know the importance of it you know when it comes to supporting children people with illness whatever that those situations are and it's important for everybody because you know you want to be first in mind when people think about mm-hmm. you know where they want to go where they want to spend their money and and to be part of the community is hugely important for all of us and you know and you, you you mentioned me, but I can easily mention you because there are so many events that you are the host, the auctioneer, whatever whatever that is, and all of the time and effort that you put in, all the dedication that you put in, it's it's really is amazing. And um, and well, I'll, I I will always oh you miss Billy he was here he did this and <laughs> and so those are the types of things I hear. So I I'm well aware of all of the stuff that you do as well, and you have a whole different life outside of outside of obviously the restaurants and the radio and all of those different things of supporting the community. So I applaud you. Well, it's nice of you to say that, but I I don't know about you, uh, but for me, when I'm asked and when I do these events, I mean, you grew up in Dorchester, you know, it was kind of a tough environment. Uh, I grew up extremely poor. Uh, you and I happen to do the South Shore Y uh, MCA event every year. I also do the North Shore Y and I'm a Y kid. Yeah, Uh, And that's, and that's, and, and, to remember where you came from is so important. And that's one of the things that's important to us because, you know, being able to support the Y, being able to support the Boys and Girls Club, being able to support mm-hmm. your neighbor, it's hugely important because people gave us an opportunity, you know, growing up as kids, you know, uh, growing up in Dorchester and stuff like that. And so really, and we grew up humbly, the same, you know, same as you. And that that thing that to be able to, you know, to be in the position to be able to give back and, and, and really be supportive, it's it's important. Uh, yeah, it's funny because growing up in East Cambridge, and again, we grew up very poor, and, and if my brother and I didn't have the why, I mean, that was where we went. Uh, I would literally, I don't know if I've ever shared this, but I would literally, on the way to high school, which was, I don't know, six, seven blocks away, uh, I would stop at the why. You know why I stopped at the why on the way to school, Paul? So I could take a shower. Uh, we didn't have a shower. 
actually, in my earlier years, we didn't have hot water. So, and the Y was someplace my brother and I could go after school, you know, pick up basketball, yep. you'd run the track. It actually got my brother and I into working out and being physical and things like that. And, and when I really think about it sometimes, it's, well, without the Y, I wouldn't have played hockey in prep school and college, probably wouldn't have played baseball, tennis, all of that. It's because the Y at a very young age instilled that in us. So uh, I'll always be happy to get back to the Y. And, and that's... All of those community-type places, the, the, the core of a lot of these neighborhoods, like I said, the, the YMCA, the Boys and Girls Club, all of these places are so important for all of us and the difference that they make in so many lives. It, it's, you know, the Dorchester Youth Collaborative mm -hmm. over in Dorchester, places like that where, and there's so many communities that go unsung. Right, that Absolutely. people don't talk about the smaller ones that yeah. really, you know, and and you think about if you if if you can make a difference in one life, and you think about all the lives that places like that have changed, and they do make a difference. Oh, like absolutely. I also remember at a young age, we didn't go on vacations. You know, there was no vacation for us. We never even went out to dinner yeah. once in my whole life, never. Uh, and the Y would have field trips and day trips and things like that. So for kids growing up with not much, you know, just growing up poor. You know, you got to go places you yep. otherwise never get to go. Yeah, that was our summer camp, and we went through a uh, group. Um, yeah, we went through the Dorchester House, and we went to, and the it's now Crossroads that uh, runs these camps. But we went to uh, Duxbury Stockade, and then there was Camp uh, Wing uh, is right there as well, and mm -hmm. Camp Mitten, and then there was another one up in New Hampshire that we got to go to, and and you know to get out of the city. And, and, sure. and, and to be able to, you know, to learn certain skills and, and to be able to kind of experience, you know, a little bit. Because like you said, we weren't going on vacation. We, yeah. we, <clears throat> my parents started taking us to, to dinner and they were going to take us out three at a time. So my, my two older sisters and my older brother were the first ones to, to go out. Oh, yeah. They went to the no name. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then it stopped there. I was like, well, when am I getting to when, 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 <laughs> you know, because it was nobody's it was, taking me out to dinner. Taking, no. Nobody's taking us. And, but we were young and it was that thing. I mean, for us going out to dinner was, you know, we, we got China Sky, you know, takeout. Oh, yeah. And places like that. And, you know, you went to the little sandwich shops. You know, we had Hi Fi Pizza, we had Stefano's, we had places like that. Yeah. And then, you know, you would go. And, and when you, as you got a little older and you started working, you made a little, you know, you, you'd have money in your pocket. You yeah, know, it yeah. wasn't much, but you, you know, between a paper route and this and that and the other things, whatever, cutting grass for the neighbors, shoveling snow, oh, yeah. whatever it was, you learned, like, you able to go out, you know. You, it, it was a big thing to go to Brigham's and sit, oh, at, the, sit, Brigham's. At, sit at the counter of Brigham's. The old soda oh, phones, the original Brigham's, yeah. but yeah. if you go in there, you could get a cheeseburger, you could get a, yeah. you know, you'd get a, a frap. frap after that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you, but you, think you, of the irony, right? Oh, so yeah. here's you hardly ever even taken out to dinner yep. as a child, right? And now you're feeding New England. Yeah. What are the odds of that? Well, you know what? I was very fortunate. I started working um, in the restaurant business when I was young and, and, and fell in love with the energy. And that's really what it was for me because it's that nonstop. There's always something going on. There's always something like happening. Yeah, yeah. And there's always something to do. And so for me, you know, I, I, I was, I, I, I gravitated towards that and I absolutely fell in love with it. Um, I started doing catering as a kid with all my friends. Um, this place, Joseph's Catering, they were based in Mattapan and then moved over to Dorchester. Uh -huh. 
and um, the the people there were just amazing. But there was, it was like being around my brothers. Yeah. Right? There was no, you know, you, nobody gets away with anything. You know, it was just a bunch of high school kids and college guys, you know, college kids, and the, yet the owners, the clappers, who were the nicest people, and but and they had a very successful catering company, and they yeah, they, yeah. they had during the busy season they would do a ton of jobs, you know, on a Saturday, and so you would be all over. The Knights of Columbus, the um, Teachers Union Hall, all of these different places, the yeah, IEW, yeah. you, sure. you know, all, all these different places and all these different locations, the Viking Club over in over in Braintree, I think it was, you know, places like that where you would go on a regular basis and, and you would do this. And some of these events were, you know, a couple hundred people, 150 sure. people. And then when that slowed down, um, my friend's dad owned a restaurant, a place called Trolley's on Canal Street, right down the street from the garden. So I was working there, and so during the day they had the they had some office. Population. Yeah. So you started young. I started young. In I was in high school. And, yeah. And so, um, but then, on like game nights, so the Celtics, the Celtics with Larry Bird and, and all of that, yeah. and then you had the Bruins, and so right down the street from it's the back, so you're on Canal Street. Well, you're on Canal Street, and so that's where it's like I had that moment where someone said, you, you know, you, you, I started like. I was a dishwasher and then I started prepping. Yeah. And then they said, wow, you're pretty good at this. You should become a chef. And it was like my Forrest Gump moment. I was like, okay. And it was just, that it just clicked right there because I, I really thought of it then as something that was right for me. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, that energy of, of that, you know, of the kitchen and, and then the creative part of it and being able to make food and be able to do different things. You know, you, you just it it just really gravitated towards that, and I and I fell in love with it, and never looked back. You know, it's funny, Paul. Uh, while, while we sit here and talk, it just hit me, and we've known each other for years. I've known your brothers for years, but it just hit me that I have had kind of individual relationships uh, in different ways for different reasons with you mm-hmm. and with Mark yeah. and with Donnie, and yeah. each one of them comes with some pretty cool stories. Uh, We have to take a break, but yeah, we'll get into your brothers, Mark and Donnie, and what they're up to. Uh, We'll talk more about charity events and fundraisers. I definitely want to dive into the Boston Burger Battle, which I'm sure you'll be the champion of. Uh, So we'll break that down as well. We're hanging out for the full hour with uh, Paul Warburg. If you haven't been to Almanova in Hingham, you got to get there. It's just a place in heaven. And uh, we'll also talk more about... The Wahlburgers business. It's all coming up on Food for Thought. Stay right there. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by The Box Center and Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Food for Thought. Paul Wahlberg is my guest for the full hour. And for good reason. We have a lot to talk about. Mara, I want to start talking uh, about Almanove because I know you worked at, I mean, you started as a dishwasher and worked your way up at various restaurants. What was the place in Hull I first met uh, you at? Bridgman's. Bridgman's. And you were the chef there. I was the there. chef at Bridgman's, yes. Um, and I think that goes back two TV shows ago for me. Yep. Um, but that's how far back uh, you and I go. But Almanove is a beautiful restaurant. And this was your first restaurant of your own. How did yeah. that come to be? Um, we had, you know, talked to some investors and I were talking about like putting, you know, putting a restaurant together and this kind of all kind of fed into it. And, 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 and we worked really hard to kind of get it all together. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Uh, but and why hang them? Um, just it was location, like they were just opening, you know, bringing bringing the shipyard together. But and, yeah. that's a good point. They were just bringing it together. Yep. So in a lot of ways, it must have been a big risk. Like, what is this shipyard going to be? Well, you know, it it was you know the redevelopment of the whole area. It was it was just it's something that just was it was a beautiful spot and being on the water. You know, it's like you want to definitely you know it was a great location. I think you have the best outdoor deck in New England. Yeah, well. What you. a spot. Thank you. Overlooking the river, the marina, the boat. Oh, it's just perfect. And you guys did such a beautiful job. Yeah. Uh, what was your mission with Almanove originally? Just to open a restaurant that was, you know, uh, something that we wanted to do. We wanted to Italian Mediterranean. We wanted to have a location that was going to, you know, it was a great location. And just really kind of establish, you know, doing what we do. And it's named after your mom, and God rest her soul. Mom, yep. What a lovely lady. Thank you. I got to spend a lot of time around Thank her you. because yep. there was a time in my life where I spent a lot of time with the new kids yep. and with your brother, Mark. And a uh, lot of stories to be told there. In fact, maybe we'll talk about that. I do have to take a break in, in a couple of seconds. But again, we're talking with Paul Wahlberg and why not? I've known him for years. I've known the Wahlbergs. I travel with the new kids. I travel with Mark Wahlberg and, um, God, between the movies and the songs and the pop stars and what a family. How many siblings? Uh, there's nine of us. Nine of you. Yeah. All right. Nine of you growing up in Dorchester. Yep. God bless Alma Nove. Yep. Uh, and uh, we're going to take a break. It's food for thought. And uh, yeah, we'll break down some of the relationships, strangely enough, that I've had separately with Paul, with Mark, and with Donnie. Uh, we'll break that down right after the break. It's food for thought. I'm Billy Costa. We'll be right back. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by The Box Center and Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites. Hey, folks, welcome back to Food for Thought. Again, Billy Costa here with uh, Paul Wahlberg. So, interestingly, uh, Paul, I've had relationships with you, with Mark, and with Donnie for all different reasons at different times. I first kind of got close to the new kids. I was already working here at KISS. Uh, the new kids exploded overnight, so to speak. And, uh, a lot of hard work goes into overnight. Just oh, so yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Know. I know. I was yeah. there for part yeah. of God, yeah. I had them on one of my radio shows when they were just break dancers yep. down at Faneuil Hall. Yep. And then the next thing I knew, they were the new kids. Uh, but at one point, uh, I was working over at Channel 4, and I was working a show called Evening Magazine. Oh, Evening. Yep, absolutely. And uh, I went into Barry Shulman. I remember his name. He was the uh, uh, program director at BZ at the time. And I said, hey, Barry, I, I, I've got an idea, you know. I've gotten very friendly with the new kids, and they're about to launch their first U.S. tour. And I said, I think this is going to be special. I have access to the kids. 
uh, we can go on tour. And Evening Magazine had never done a full hour. So first when I presented it to him, he kind of laughed me out of his office. He said, yeah, right, whatever, because he didn't know the new kids, where they were going and where they already were. Uh, so then about two weeks later, he calls me back in. He says, hey, uh, can you can we revisit that new kids thing? Because apparently now he's hearing stories. Yeah. I said, sure. I said, I, they're going to upstate New York for the first part of the tour. So I ended up taking the evening magazine uh, camera crew, and we followed the new kids around for two or three of the stops on the uh, the upstate New York tour. Lo and behold, it became the most watched, highest rated evening magazine in over 20 years. For the first time in the 7.30 slot on a weeknight, we beat Jeopardy, and it was because of the new kids. Wow. Uh, To beat Jeopardy takes some doing. Well, yeah, it was the only time. (laughs) It was the only time. But then, okay, this gets better. So then, uh, a few months later, it's announced they're going on their first tour overseas. By this time, they're even bigger, right? And you remember these times. It it was amazing, and... And it's funny when you you mentioned that that overnight success, you to watch the the amount of work that went into it and and how long overnight really oh, is. Oh yeah, it was amazing and and to see them and 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 nobody had a clue that this was going to become what it became. Like you know, there's always the hopes and dreams and aspirations, but nobody to see what they've been able to do and to see how long they've been able to do it. Uh huh. And what. And, really amazes me and impresses me is to watch them with their interaction with their fans and yeah. how important all of that. Cause you, you, you think that these people all grew up together, Yeah, you know, between the fans and, and, and the yeah. band itself, because they were young when they started out and, 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 and these, and these fans were young and, and they just grow and develop. And, you know, even to this day with, you know, they've got the new kids cruise and they've got all of these show, and the, you know, <laughs> going back out on the road, all of these different events that they have. It's amazing. It really is. Well, uh, the entire morning show, me and Lisa and Justin and Winnie, we all went to their most recent show, which was two or three months ago at the Garden. They had a couple of other artists on tour, the yep. uh, Salt and Pepper, yep. uh, Rick Astley, and that was, uh, like, that it was, was a great night out. And the fans loved year, them just as much. A year ago, it was a year almost ago. A year ago, yeah, because oh, it was the summer. Yeah, you know what they say, Paul. Yeah, that's time flies, I, yeah, time flies when you're absolutely. having fun. Uh, so anyway, so then getting back to the evening thing, uh, I get called back into Barry's office and, uh, no, I went in and I said, you know, they're having their first tour overseas and, uh, I think, um, I think it'd be worth taking a camera crew and following them around without hesitation. He said, when do we leave? When do they leave? And I said, okay, done. Uh, so we did it. And again, second highest ratings. Uh, and yeah, I think I did, uh, Ireland with them. I did Edinburgh, Scotland and the Playhouse and a few other stops, um, so yeah, pretty crazy situation. Yeah, and you think about and even bringing up Evening Magazine. Yeah, right. And you think about the time, like you know how different you know our world was back then. Yeah, and all of these local shows that were able to and and for the, the to be able to showcase local talent and local people and stuff like that and the stories that matter to yeah. local stories that matter. It was amazing. And then you got your brother Mark. Yeah. And we'll dive deeper into it. I know we're here to talk about it. And I know Emma, your marketing person, is like, hey, we're here to talk about Wahlburgers, okay? Well, we got a lot to talk about, Emma, okay? Uh, but Mark is doing incredibly well. By the way, getting back to the new kids, why were you never a new kid? Uh, talent usually <laughs> is kind of kind of a, kind of high on the list of of uh, like to be in um, to be in a band. Were you asked? No, it was. I had already found 
what my yeah. passion was and um and I being a chef and stuff like that and I sound like a bag of cats. It's not you know not even close. Did you ever go on tour as like the caterer, like and you know, just to be a part of the experience? No, I again I had been working in restaurants and stuff like that and um but it was I was just in awe of it and I couldn't have been prouder to watch to, to watch it go. But like I said, to watch them interact with with all of them, and you know, you get to know, you know, John and Jordan and Joey and Danny. The whole like, you get to know these guys, and just amazing people. Yeah, amazing, amazing people, and the the, the love and care that they have for their fans is is really just spectacular. I had some interesting interaction with Mark as well. I remember the MTV Awards one year out in Los Angeles. Mark was just, he may have still been Marky Mark and the Funky Punch and I'm at the door getting into the after party in Los Angeles and uh, Mark starts walking in and you know they're still checking my credential. Mark walks in with like an entourage for lack of a better word and he was just banging. I think it was with good vibrations and he just walks up and gives me a big hug. He said, he's with us. And then we all just went into the MTV Awards. Uh, but we got to take a break, and uh, I'm going to put you in a spot. I'm going to ask you your favorite Mark Wahlberg movies. I'm going to ask you your favorite episodes of uh, Blue Bloods. And, uh-oh, Emma, it's going to be fine. Emma, his marketing person, is here. This is the part he hates. Uh, but we'll do that, and then we'll get to the Boston Burger Battle, of which Paul is involved, and I'm sure we'll win. We'll take a break. It's Food for Thought, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by The Box Center and Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Food for Thought. Uh, Paul Wahlberg, the guest. He's got Alma Nove in Hingham. Obviously, the Wahlbergs have Wahlburgers all over the world right now. 100 restaurants and counting right now, Paul? Um, You're going to stop there? Yeah, 100. No. You know what? My concern, obviously, is the next burger that goes out, and you know, yeah. always trying to to make sure that it's up to the standards and and really kind of push that. Uh, along. Don't you have one about to open, or yeah, we have one. Uh, we're getting ready to open in Foxwoods. There you go, and that should be the end of July, uh, at the end of uh, August, uh, beginning of September, somewhere awesome. in that time frame. Depends, you know, we're, we're you know we're still under construction. Now. Okay, time to have a little fun. Uh, so uh, your brother Mark, big time movie star. Yeah. I mean, he's like. Did you see that? He's he's no the biggest no, box yeah. office draw. Yeah. It's insane. It's uh, and I will tell you what's most impressive is you see the work that he puts into it. To watch him in action when it comes to preparation, getting mm-hmm. stuff together, really doing the research, everything that he does is it's amazing. And he, does he really get up at three in the morning and work out and then go to church every morning, or is that he, part no, of the that's, marketing? That's that's Mark. That's Mark through and through. He when he is when he's committed to something he is all in, he is one hundred percent all in, and that's what he does. And he just he works at it tirelessly, and it's amazing. To and see. beyond the acting, he's a big businessman now. Big I business mean, he's man. got so all he's kinds of always, health food products, and now the clothing line yep, municipal. Yep. So he, you know, for him and um, the Fletch Azul for his tequila and all of these different things oh, that he does. Forgot about the tequila. He he really. Again, he is dedicated to what he does, and he's passionate about it, and he and he loves he, he loves the challenge. Um, okay, uh, favorite Mark Wahlberg movie? Um, probably Invincible is probably top of the list because I just love the way that it catches that time. It's a, oh, he plays the walk-on football player, the football right? Football player, yeah, Vince Papali. Yeah, and he does that, but it also catches really captures the time of like the '70s and all of the things that were going on during that, and such a great story. 
but uh, I'm also like if, if shooter's on, I'm watching shooter. I've seen shooter yeah. at least ten times. Yeah. yeah, Is it me if you're wa- if you're just sampling around looking for something to watch and you land on the movie Shooter? Yep. Uh, you can't turn away, even if there are yep. only two minutes left. Yeah, I got to see this scene again. It, there, it's it, it. Yeah, the characters that are in it, it's well done. The 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 cast, everybody that's like <laughs> it's it does um like the the work and effort that Mark puts into all of that is really amazing. Uh, okay, uh, Lone Survivor. That's got to be my favorite. Oh, I've seen yep, that at yep. least six, seven times. Yep. It seems like the most exhausting acting project I've ever seen. I think it was his best dramatic acting role. I will tell you, you know, again, watching him and, and seeing him in action, like how like committed he is to what he does. And, you know, everybody sees the glamorous part of, of you know, the movie yeah. business and stuff like that. But the hours that it takes, the, the, the time, all of the situations that you find themselves in, the weather, whatever it is, you know, the show goes on and it has to get done. And it's just amazing, and the, his commitment to it is just is 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 it's it's really impressive, and to watch him interact, you know, and I've you know been able to be on sets with him, and to see him interact with every you know everybody yeah. on set, you know, from the electricians to the to all of the makeup people, the trades any of the tradespeople, anybody, and the respect that he has, it's amazing. He's he's a he is a true professional. You know what I love seeing too is I see him a lot in the Tunnel to Towers uh, project. Yep. Talk about giving back. Yep. Uh, I think he's very effective in terms of bringing attention to veterans uh, and projects and programs that benefit vec- uh, uh, veterans. Oh, absolutely. And and all of the things that that he deems important for himself. You know he, the 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 you know. All of the work that the Mark Wahlberg Youth Foundation does, and all of the things that he dedicated, he he is committed to helping people, and he he you know he sets the bar very high. He was in town just recently, right? He has yep. a pop up store. Yeah, is that still open at the uh, Sea Point? I'm not sure if it's still open, but I know it was open. They were doing the diving competition over. Yeah, yeah the uh, the cliff divers. The cliff yeah. divers. Yeah, which we used to see. You know, back in the day, would be from Acapulco and places like that. And now they just build something <laughs> off the museum, and, yeah, yeah, uh, ICA. The museum. Yeah. And so I went last year. Yeah. I, I docked my boat there. What yeah. a great event! Oh my god! Yeah. Oh and yeah. And so he was in town for that, and he he like I said, he's just so busy all the time, and it's just. Can, Totally committed to what he does. What do your kids think of it? I mean, I know they know that dad is a big deal. Yeah, and, but you know. but they, again, they're impressed with like, but they know the work that it takes. Yeah, and they know that the, the commitment that it takes. So it's just it's 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 amazing. You know, if, if I'm with my kids and someone you know asks me for a picture in the airport, they just giggle, they chuckle, they think it's, <laughs> they think it's funny. But um, but you know that for them they but. They're just very proud of of their of their siblings and their cousins and their uncles and all of. So, as a family, do you ever sit around and watch Blue Bloods? Yeah, on occasion. With Donnie. On, on occasion. I got to um, ask you a question yeah. about Blue Bloods. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just having fun for yeah. myself now. Yeah. Of, uh, I, I, this is this is I know, guess this is totally dedicated to you. In, you know the thing that fascinates me about Blue Bloods is at the end. Okay, first of all, in the first scene of every episode, it's the same thing. Donnie shows up with his partner. What do we have? Yeah. That's the opening line of almost yeah. every episode. And then every episode ends with the entire extended family sitting around for dinner. Who does that? I will tell you that is one of the things that, you know, from what I hear, you know, they, they, when you look at the cast and you look at the people and you look at the characters yeah. that are being portrayed, it's, it's, a, it's such a well done, amazing yes. show. But I will tell you that so many people gravitate towards 
Sunday dinner. Yes. Having the entire family around, sitting there talking about, you know, the different topics, obviously, that they're going to touch on, but the idea of everybody getting together. It's very old school. It's very and old. It's heartwarming. It's very, it's, it's very heartwarming and very old school. And when you think of today's world, like you think about when you were growing up and you were talking about, you know, obviously your humble, you know, beginnings, how many pickup games did you play? Oh, God. Yeah. Right? Every, like for me, I never played organized sports. Every uh-huh. sport I ever played, you know, some, I, some I played well, some I played poorly, but yeah. it was all pickup. Oh, yeah. Because, you were always playing. You were at the. You were down at the field playing baseball. We were yeah. in the schoolyard playing street All hockey day. or stickball or whatever it was. You know, in the winter time, we played tackle football on pavement because oh, yeah. there was snow <laughs> to break your fall. Yeah, we right? did but, that. But, yeah. but it was things like that. And you think about it t- today, where everything is so structured and organized. Yeah. And so, if you have kids who are into any type of sport or even dance or whatever it is, you know. That happens on the weekends. That happens at this time. That happens on that time. So all of those times that you used to have that, you know, everybody had to be home on Sunday. Yeah. Right? Just get home for dinner. Exactly. Now it's occupied by, so people don't have that ability that they used to have because, you know, it's just the way, it's just the world has changed. Like back in those days, we would just disappear all day down at the park, whether we're playing baseball Pick up basketball, tag football, tackle football. As long as you are home for dinner, they'd be screaming yep. out the window, oh, "Get home!" Oh, absolutely. And and for us, you know, especially where we lived, you know, we were when we lived on Buttonwood Street, we were in the backyard, and there were three <laughs> triple deckers in a row, and there was no fence, yeah. so you played everything out there. Yeah, and you know, and you know, it was, you made up games, you played. Kick the can, you play yeah. relieve you, you whatever yeah. it was. Nothing right? organized. Nothing organized. And so it was just a different world. But Sunday dinner, you were home. Yeah. You very rarely had guests for Sunday dinner, except, unless it was family. Yeah. You know, my grandmother, my yeah, grandfather, sure. an uncle or something, my aunts and uncles, whatever it was. But then what was great is we knew what the leftovers were going to be. Oh, yeah. Right? Come Monday and Tuesday and possibly Wednesday, right? So if we had, if my parents roasted a turkey when it wasn't thanksgiving yeah right it carries you for a week oh you you knew you were having your turkey sandwiches <laughs> uh then you got to turkey salad yeah and then you got to the soup yeah the soup with was the, the last with the bones because <laughs> you made the soup and you picked it off and then but but you looked forward to it oh my you dad loved it on I, a sunday and, morning at 5 a.m would get up and make a giant pot of portuguese stew yep that would last all week oh absolutely and it was delicious and and so for me one of my favorite memories we would have a boiled dinner oh yeah and the boiled dinner shoulder. was a smoked shoulder yeah <laughs> and i always knew my dad was going to and you would have the the ham sandwiches you would cut that smoked shoulder and yeah. you turn into a oh, sandwich oh god yeah With but my dad mustard. would chop up the vegetables and everything and he would fry them in a skillet and he called it goulash oh yeah with the bits of ham in there and then we had pickled beets with it and i will tell you today hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw group void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus 
nothing takes you back to a certain time and place than food. Yeah. That way. Yeah. Like that smell, the aroma, the taste. If someone ever comes into a restaurant and says, oh, my dad used to make this and it tastes just like oh, my dad's. Yeah. yeah. You have made a friend for life. There you go. Because that connection that we have to, you know, when you think about, you know, the people that we've lost, you know, over time, you know, grandparents and parents and things like that, the meals that they would prepare. Well, hold that thought because we got to take a break, okay? It is uh, food for thought. Uh, We've got one more break left, and with that break, I really want to talk about the Boston Burger Battle, which I think everybody should get involved with. It's food for thought. We're hanging with Paul Wahlberg, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by The Box Center and Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Food for Thought. Billy Costa here with Paul Wahlberg. Okay, here we go. Let's get it on. The Boston Burger Battle. When does it start? Where does it so, happen? So voting starts uh, tomorrow um, online, and you can vote for the restaurants. There's a whole list of uh, burger places that are uh, involved, and you can vote for them. And then the top 15 go to the finals, which will be on September 9th over at Encore. And so there'll be a whole competition. You can sample all of those from all of those restaurants that yeah. are able to get in. And so you can sample those burgers and, and, and choose a winner. So now the people that are voting, are they voting because they've tried the burgers or are they voting because they're, it's, you, you know, a certain place is their favorite place to go? It's based on, you know, the taste of the burger, the quality of the burger and stuff like that. But also people are going to go to support their favorite places, uh-huh. which is great because that's what this this whole business is about relationships. Yeah. You know, when you build the relationships and, you know, when you travel, it's, I'm sure you have your places, you know, when, when you're out on, on, on your luxury yacht and you go oh to all God. these different places and you get, you say, when I go to, to Port X, oh, yeah. I go to this restaurant. When I go to Port Y, I go to this restaurant. And obviously what you do in all the restaurants that you know, you have the places that you love, but then to be able to go to a place and discover something new. And so a, a, a competition like this is really about that. And, well, and, if I'm and, in the and, airport, yep. I'm going to Wahlburgers. Well, and if I'm in Hingham, you. I'm going to Alma Nova. Well, thank okay, you. That goes thank without you. saying. Uh, okay, how many restaurants are participating? More than 30 restaurants are in the voting. Yeah. And then that'll get whittled down to, you know, the... the 15 restaurants that are fortunate enough to make it in through voting. Now, do you submit the the actual Wahlburger original hamburger or do you submit something special? So, yeah, we're doing some we're going to do our chorizo jam burger. It's uh it's going to be it's our featured burger uh, right now and we're going to run that for the competition as well. Now, uh, how is that made? It is um it has um, pepper jack cheese on it, has jalapenos, uh, chipotle aioli, has crispy onions in and uh we make a chorizo jam with agave and mm-hmm. it's it's delicious. Now, is this a team effort in the kitchen coming oh, up with the recipe? How absolutely. many recipes did you have to go through to land on the chorizo? Well, we did we actually went down to uh we were down in uh Mexico. Oh. I got to go down to Mexico and and we were learning about um, you know, cuz obviously it was tied into the flecha azul which um, Mark is part of. And so we were able to see them go to the agave fields and watch them do it and and we got to taste real traditional flavors in Mexico. And so to see that the flavors of it, it, to taste everything and to see everything kind of in its, like in its historic and natural state, it was amazing. Now, if your family is going out to dinner, but you're not allowed to go to Alma Nove or any of the Wahlburgers, uh, do you have a favorite place? Um, I love all places. It depends. There it, it is. It, it, it depends, you know, because there's so many places, you know, I, I, we went out to Toro. Places like that. Boston is a great restaurant community. Do you have an idol? Um, everybody. You know what it is? Everybody who's in this business, I look at 
and I'm in awe of them for what they do because we know what it takes. I mean, you've been around enough chefs and cooks and dishwashers, everybody that's involved with it, mm -hmm. the busboys, everybody, the, the managers, all of the people that it takes. It's so hard to really choose that thing. I'm in awe of everybody who does this for a living and because it's a, it's a work of love. It's a business you either love or you hate. There's no kind of in between. You don't just do it for a job. Just so you know, anybody asks, Paul Wahlberg is my idol. Again, you know, you're my idol. And okay, there will, we go. I because, asked and answered. There because we go. <laughs> when you look at what you've done for the restaurant business in, in Massachusetts and Boston and all of these places and all of the I things. I think of it more as what they've done for me and what you've done for me and what you continue to do for everybody. But we got to go. We're out of time. We did the full hour, buddy. Thank you. Paul Wahlberg. Check it out. Almanove, my favorite restaurant. It's at the Hingham Shipyard. Go to a Wahlburgers anywhere in the world and you'll see Paul Wahlberg. All right. We'll see you, everybody. Up next. 60 Minutes. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.